podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, Queen Now $17.99, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. What's happening? Uh, Ian, you're just a profile picture. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're not supposed to be talking. Ah, Periscope, everyone can hear us. It's fucking gas. Um, are we on? Yeah, we'll probably air on. Will we have a little chat before I actually do the introduction? So we pretend that we know we're on. Will we do that? I've no idea what's going on. I know you. You very rarely do. So we'll yeah. Anyway, look. Um, I think we're on Periscope. We put this uh, festival on you bastards with a lot of love. We worked for one year for you pigs. And you want to break our walls down? And you want to destroy it? Will you go to hell? Our summer break and um, we're all tanned and everything. We're going to show you all the lads now in a minute. Uh, yeah, flat back four. What are we going to talk about? We're probably going to talk about Liverpool. We're definitely going to talk about football's coming home because uh, that's what we do. There we are, all on screen, all good. Um, yeah, welcome. Uh, we're all back. We're all tanned, except Chris. Chris is not as tanned as he used to be. Uh, where do we start? Uh, football's coming home. I have to start with you three at English, and it's all about football's coming home. I'm actually getting on board with it. Not supporting it, but I'm getting on board with it. I think it's great. Uh, Matt, I'll come to you first. Um, the most optimistic of optimistic people. Are England winning the World Cup? No, mate. No, not. Oh, right. Okay, well, there's the optimism gone. <laughs> Lovely. They're not winning it. That's it. Nah. <laughs> we haven't really played anyone good, have we? Um, it, it's been fun, don't get me wrong. It's been it's been all right, but we, we've just played shite. Um Croatia will be a different beast. They were looking leggy, but they're a different beast again. If we beat them, we'll, it'll be a set-piece thing. We're not, we haven't really been playing that well, but fuck it. Uh, it's an excuse to get pissed, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, and uh, I've seen loads of that people getting pissed. The fella going through the fucking bush shell, that was unbelievable. How we just walked away from that was unbelievable. Ian, um... The fo- football's coming home, man. <laughs> Do you think they're winning it? No, no. You're you're not behind us at all, eh? I'll give a fuck. To be honest. No. 
But do, no, do you, I, I hate I, I hate English fans. Hate them. Do you, why do you hate them? They're just all bellends. All right. Okay. That, that's just walking around town with the fucking cans of Stella, singing it's coming home, it's coming home, and swilling people and all that. Fuck off. <laughs> I, so I think uh, <laughs> I think Sweden will definitely beat them. Like, yeah. Nah, but you know what? They'll do oh, Croatia. They'll do like Max Wright. They played no one. They played mm. Tunisia. Mm. Behave. Played Panama. Behave. Uh, was were very lucky against a really poor Colombia side with no Rodriguez. Uh, I didn't see the Sweden game. But Sweden are just basically England B. Do you know what I mean? Who's on the other but side? France, Belgium in the other semi-final. Ah, I, yeah. I can see it being us, France in the final. Yeah, I said those dead. Fucking punch me in the face. I can see it being England, France in the final. And England's best chance is like what he just said there. It's just to hold on and set pieces, I think. I'd rather play France in Belgium. Like, go for the country. Go for the economy and all that. But like fucking... Sales of Stella go through the roof. Fucking wankers. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I like it. I'm going to get into the football itself in a minute. Chris, I'm going to ask you the same question. Um, football's coming home. Are England winning it? Yeah, you see, what it is, I'm more English than them, so I'm really into it. Yeah. yeah so, okay. Oh, I'm loving it. It started off a bit slow. He's English when it's England football, but he's Pakistan when it's cricket. He's a yeah. fucking load in the arse, this lad. Yeah. Chameleon, yeah? Am I a chameleon? Yeah. yeah. It's better than Not being a chameleon. You're a fucking sellout. So, yes, as I was saying, before I got rudely <laughs> interrupted after three seconds, world record this time, Um, I think it's brilliant. Fucking London's absolutely heaving. Business is booming. Long may it continue. I'm a businessman, Gav. I want England to go all the way. I don't care if it comes home. I just, as long as they go all the way, atmosphere's Fucking heaving yeah, that, that's what you're wishing for. What, yeah. Are, are they going to win it? Do you think they, they can win it? No. 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 I, I think I think I think they'll beat Croatia. I think they've got a very good chance against Croatia. I, I actually fancy them more against Croatia yeah. than I would have Russia for I think, some strange I think, reason. Yeah, I think I think Frankfurt Degs is a dual wobble. What a time to wobble in the semi-final of the World Cup when he sees old Harry Kane. But um nah, I think it's very level. Croatia must be shattered, man. They've had about three penalty shootouts, haven't they? Fucking every game has been gone to fucking penalty shootout. So they must be shattered. They're playing the I, same team again and again. I was asking my mate this, um, the one who works at Liverpool, and he he asked the one of the fitness coaches or whatever, and they said there's not much difference between a 90 minute and a 120 minute. There's a massive difference between not playing and playing or an extra day. But the difference in recovery from one twenty to ninety is not that big. Yeah, it's it does it does it there's obviously a big difference in you know the pace of the game when it goes into extra time and that's mainly down to I suppose fitness and then the mentality of oh, we don't want to lose thing. But uh, Matt, I think you're right. I think um I thought Colombia played I am right. in, I, yeah, I know, and I'm gonna agree with you. I think Colombia played into England's hands. Um they turned the game into some sort of scrap that they didn't need to. And when they actually played football, they looked putting England under a lot of pressure. And I think Sweden played into their hands as well. But don't get me wrong, I think England were very good uh, yesterday. It was, uh, it was strangely easy yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I wasn't, I like, I, they, I wasn't they worried. Most, I was just... They were the most Premier League-style side that they've come up against. 
and England were comfortable with that. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they, they played like Sweden. <laughs> Ian's fucking off. Yeah, he's right. But Sweden Sweden play like, you know, a mid to lower league. Mid to lower. <laughs> Don't do it. Premier League team, you know the kind of way, and I think it's super. Yeah, I know where you mean. They, they, they just match them up and play better than them, and I think it's super. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, you know, something to add to that. You know, if they reach the final, if and then if Belgium get through, I think they've got a very good chance against Belgium rather than if they played France in the final. And because of that factor, that Belgium are made up of all Premier League players, aren't they? I think it's going to be a proper Premier League slugfest, isn't it? Because they're not very... I know they've got KDB and Hazard, but they've got a few big lumps in their team as well. It's just going to be... It's just going to be set piece. You know, who's, who's, who can handle each other's set pieces and who can sort of capitalise on a set piece. That's if they reach the final when they play Belgium. Against France, I think France will do them. Well, to be honest with you, I think if like Belgium come up against them, I think it's it's a higher-grade Premier League team. It's a, it's a top-end Premier League team they're playing, if you put it in that context. But France, for me, um, I think they're, they're favourites out of all of them. And I think they're clear favourites because I think they're really solid. But I think the likes of Griezmann and Bap, you know, they, they can do you like that. It's it's no problem to them. Um, I don't want to spend loads of time on England. I want to get into Liverpool because uh, this is what we're, that's what we're here for. Uh, football started back yesterday, Matt. Uh, well, we do, we, I thought we were going to discuss the Liverpool players' performances at the World well, Cup. Okay, so right, okay, so go on, pick a player. Don't listen to him, Gav. You do what no, you want, that's mate. That's okay. Pick a player and tell him, tell me what you think of him. Tell us how Trent Alexander Arnold done at the World Cup, Chris. I think that one game that he played, he's done fantastically well. Yeah, I think the best Liverpool player in this tournament has been Jordan Henderson. Would you agree? Nah, actually, I think I think between and Dejan Lovren, to be honest with you, I think. If we're talking about the quality of opposition that Hendo's had to face, I think Ian was saying like the quality of opposition played. Fucking Dex has played some fucking strikers in his in, in, in Croatia's run, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. But I think I think Henderson is integral to this England team. I think if Henderson plays well, they play well. That's the way I think. We're. Ian, have you watched all the England games? No, you haven't. Have you watched any of them? I watched. I didn't watch the Tunisia game. I watched mm. most of the Panama game. Uh, who was the other one? The interesting one for me is Belgium. Columbia. Did you watch Colombia? Yeah. Right. Did you not think that in that game that Henderson was in midfield on his own, more or less? Was Lingard I think, and he went I think. I, I think thought that Henderson. was his worst game. Is your name Ian? I think Henderson <laughs> is going to get uh, <laughs> in the team, of the team of the tournament. I think he's been excellent. Mm. He can only play well against who he plays against. He can't play well against France because he hasn't played France. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's a big fuck you to all the people on Twitter who think he's dog shit. Like, yeah, I just, I just think against Colombia, I thought Lingard went missing. I think Lingard Ali was, was I think Ali was was disgraceful um, against Colombia, and I think he did. Ali's been poor all tournaments, to be honest. Yeah, but I think them players are there that if they're not affecting things going forward, they have to get in and help in midfield. And I thought Henderson was just chasing. He wasn't chasing shadows, but he was doing a, a hell of a lot more running than he should have been. I thought, you're saying it was his poorest game, Matt. I thought it was his best game. Okay. Okay. I've never met three people, maybe. right? I've never met three people <laughs> that are, have their country in a semi-final World Cup and just keep going. Yeah, yeah, all right, uh, yeah, yeah. Brazil got what they deserved, not playing our Bobby, didn't they? Yeah. I thought that was stupid. Massive, massive mistake. Chris, yeah. 
Taush, not English, Gav. Yes, correct. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that before I come on. Uh, Chris, let's go to Firmino. Um, and not so much. I thought he played well in every game. Come on, but what was the thinking in Brazil behind starting Jesus before him? Because the difference in the Brazil team when he comes on is was ridiculous. It's difficult to know. Anyway, I didn't. I didn't watch much of Brazil's qualifying to know that did Jesus play an integral part. Maybe he's a loyal manager, loyal coach, and then you know stuck with with uh, Jesus or Jesus, however you want to pronounce it. But I don't get the issue. I don't get why everyone, why we're so upset and why we're up in arms that Bobby's not playing. Why is you know? I'm so happy. I think as a Liverpool fan, because we're Liverpool fans first. Mm-hmm. Am I right, lads? We're Liverpool yeah. fans first. Yeah, and Liverpool, England, Pakistani cricket, then England football. In that order. <laughs> we just beat Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. And the, and but, the eight acres. <laughs> right, no, no, check this out. Check this Liverpool, out. Pakistan, Bayern, Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> late, late uh, what was that, man? Late Orient and uh, Kabaddi. The new box for Essex. Yeah. We'll Did come you? to that later. So, listen. Oh, brilliant. I never knew that. Come on, we'll get to that later. He's got, he's got medals. Check this out. From a Liverpool fan's point of view, I think it's, this World Cup's been fantastic because our front three have had a lovely rest. Mane, Bobby and Salah out in the early rounds. Lovely jubbly. Well, Bobby not playing. So they're the three that played the most during the season. They've had a lovely rest. Hendo, who has had the most minutes, etc., etc. We bought Fabinho so he can start the season off instead of while Hendo puts his feet up. And Degsy, who's a confidence player, fucking hell, imagine his confidence when he comes back to fucking Melwood after reaching the final or semi-final of the World Cup. I think, as a Liverpool fan, this World Cup's been fucking brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what. Honest, I'll you're, tell you're, saying, why. You're, saying, you're saying that about, sorry, Matt, you're saying that about Lovren's confidence and everything. What's Fabinho's <laughs> confidence like coming back then? He don't give a shit. Hold on, hold on. What do you mean he doesn't give a shit? You're telling me how good it is for Lovren. But then Firmino goes in and he's watching this lad up front ahead of him. He comes on. He scores in the game. He nearly changes games. He's much better than Jesus. Well, how does he feel coming back? No, I, I agree with Chris there. Uh, Bobby's a baller. He doesn't care. He's uh, he's full of confidence, whatever happens. He's not insecure. Degs is insecure. Yeah, Bobby's going on a three-week bender now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's putting, yeah. A, he's putting two straight on, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll His characters are being taken off and everything, I'd say. Lad, I, I'll tell you why I'm annoyed that Bobby's not playing, Grizz. Because uh, from a non-selfish point of view, there's nothing better, especially for a Brazilian, than playing for your national team. And if anyone has earned it, it's been him this last season. That's why I'm annoyed at it. Yeah, not yeah, because, I, of course, I want him back better, but he's a fucking lovely lad and he deserves to play in that team ahead of Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't disagree with that. It's a no-brainer. I heard someone saying that uh, Jesus is being brought up through the ranks to play in this system for Brazil. And this is the way they've... they've he's, the, he's the new golden boy, isn't he? Yeah, and this is the path that they've looked at him from, from all the way from 17s, 19s, 21s up to now. But that doesn't fucking wash him here. He's not playing. He didn't score. He didn't do fuck all. Let's be honest about it. Um, but I feel a bit sorry for Firmino. Um, anyone else you want to touch on, Grace, seeing that you're running this show? No, I think that's, that's very covered. That's what you yeah. think. Yeah, that's the World Cup covered. Uh, Pickles a winner for the World Cup. Ian Pickles. Sweden. Sweden, yeah, I do I agree. Uh, France, France, uh, Greece, Belgium, Croatia. <laughs> I think you'll have a chance. No, <laughs> no, you'd be fucking in and go mad, wouldn't he? Um, uh, uh, hey, hey, let me get it right. 
I, I won't be, but I'll be happy for them if they win. But I, I can't jump on board and start calling them we and singing three lines and all that because that me affinity went out the window with them. You, you know what my issue is, right? I won't get on a soapbox, but my issue is I can't get on board with other England fans who run down scousers like 11 and a half months of the year, call us all kinds, and then I'm supposed to be mates with them during the tournaments. I can't get on board with it. it doesn't, I, don't, I don't work that way. That's fair I'm enough. the opposite. I love a bandwagon. I'll jump yeah, on oh, it. Oh, you're on it. There's loads of wagon wheel. I'd say if Mac would get a little bus painted and different and all the England colours and drive around fucking whatever he's living, uh, I'd say he would, he'd definitely do it. Mac, pick us a winner. England. Okay, I love it. Um, just, just to annoy him. Yeah, it's yeah I know. I knew exactly. That's exactly. I knew this is exactly why you've done it, Chris. Um, right, who are you going for, Chris? From the start, go and check the podcast. France, sticking to it. Sticking to it. Yeah, I'm going to stay with France as well. I think, um, I think they led you Belgium, and but I fancy England against Croatia. As I said, I think against Russia, I think they might, might have more problems. Um, well, it's in Moscow, isn't it? Yeah, so and, and if it was against Russia, there'll be a load of fucking yeah, the yeah. atmosphere would be huge, wouldn't it? The atmosphere, yeah. Russia, Croatia was unbelievable. Ian, Matt, all right, no problem. We can't get behind England fully for the reasons that you mentioned. But what what do you guys think about Southgate? Uh, I think he's a nice. Oh, oh yeah, he's doing great. I, I'm behind England, but I, I don't really like the English right fans. Shut the fuck up, talk to Ian. Ian, do you like Southgate? You said uh, you know what? I like him as a I like him as a man. Hmm. I don't think he's particularly particularly hot stuff in the coaching. Area, but what I will give him credit for, John Stones and Harry Maguire are playing really well, and they're playing really well in a back three. Either of them in a back four is found out really badly, especially Harry Maguire, who turns like cream. Do you know what I mean? So he, he's he's really got them. He's, he's playing them in a in a formation that works, as opposed to managers in the past who just threw all our world class players on the pitch and tried to get exactly. to figure it out. Well, listen, with a with a national coach, do you really need to be that? Uh, good on the training ground. You've got three weeks with them. You need to be more of a motivator and maybe uh, quite fairly good tactically, which he mm. probably is. Does, he's, does he come across as a good motivator? Though? Doesn't no, I tell you what he comes, really comes across to me because I've no vested interest in this. Um, I'm just watching <coughs> it to enjoy the World Cup and you know whoever's winning is winning. For me, what Southgate's done is he's the first thing he's done is he's, he's he shut the media up very, very well. He's, he's come out with, you know, we're a team. We we do everything together. He's not going off. The, he's not having players doing wild interviews and saying this and saying that. He's got them all together. He's kept a lot of stuff in-house. And he's he's been quite free with the media, with, you know, open media days and stuff like that. So the media have actually grown to him and put a lot less pressure on this team. And I think that's the biggest attribute he's had in the whole team. I think his substitutes in the game are way too late and sometimes wrong. But having said that, he has this kind of team bond together at the minute where they're all doing it for each other and that's probably one of the biggest that's probably his biggest attribute and it's got him through so far major test against Croatia absolutely major test because these boys will keep the ball um, and they're quite they're quite good going forward I wouldn't say they're outstanding going forward but they're quite threatening going forward I'm going to stick with France anyway um, but we'll see how it goes I think it's Tuesday and Wednesday the semi-finals England's is Wednesday isn't it um, yeah I think it is right on to Liverpool enough of that fucking it's uh, next Sunday this, this day is it Sunday is it yeah we Sunday did with Jordan seven. if England are playing we did with Jordan the final just so just, just for you in. Um, yeah I will yeah, yeah absolutely um, right on to Liverpool uh, the season the pre-season kicked off yesterday uh, 7-0 win away to Chester FC um, 
Good to have the lads back. Matt, did you watch the game? No. You didn't watch it? Um, Ian, did you I watch saw, the game? Um, I saw Fabino hit, hit the post. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah. Ian, did you watch it? No, I was in where. Were you? Okay. Grizz, did you watch it? Yep. Okay. Best boy. All right, best boy. Grizz, um, tell me, how many of them players do you think out of the 22 that played yesterday have a chance of being in Air Force 11? <laughs> or even being near the squad. He said too many numbers to him there. He's about to have a stroke. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I watched... <laughs> Struggling here, let's... I watched it yesterday, right? Carius, <laughs> Carius, Fabino, yep. Carius, Fabino, Keita. Klein yep. will start right, yeah. no. will start right back. Robertson will start left back. Mm, Robertson, uh, yeah, okay. Um, Ings, uh, sorry, Milner. Mm, yeah. Um, Nabi. I don't, I said that. Don't care. What he okay. said there, Klein will start at right back, or he did start at right back. I no. think he'll start. The f- I think he'll f- start the first game or two, Ian. No, Trent hasn't played in the World Cup. Yeah, but Trent's due back like only about seven, ten days before the first game, Ian. Mm. I think he'll be touch and go. I he has that place, you know. Hey, I think if Klein's fit, he has that place. I think so. Oh, I I'm agree with you. Maybe for the reason Chris just said. But yeah, not when everyone's not no. everyone's full of, full of beans. Clients are fucking very good right back. I think it's just because I think I think he might want him for about a couple of weeks training before he throws him in there. First, I think Trent. Will, I think Klein will start the first game. And yeah. I, the the only dilemma for me is who's going to partner VVD in that first game, lads? Because front foot Degs is obviously going to have a few weeks off. Gomez, Claven, or Mr. Matip? Matip. If he's fit, yeah? He's still out injured, yeah. He's still out injured, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's still injured. Yeah, he's... Um, I, think, I, think you're going, I think you're going to see Gomez at centre-half a bit this season. Um, I would like that. But if it's first game, he puts Raggy in. What, and put it puts uh, VVD to the right? No, he puts Raggy to the right. Nah, nah he won't. Just making what? this up as he goes on. Drinking. Uh, yeah, Clavin, Clavin, and the Clavin right back. <laughs> <To be grand. laughs> who, who played goal second half? Um, Danny Ward. I heard he had I one. Not heard. Grizz, I watched, Grizz, if you, you keep, watched it, if you, you said. Grizz, if you keep putting your head over to the far side of that kitchen and trying to talk into that mic, I'm going to cut you off. Just put your head in front of the mic. Thank you. Uh, you keep disappearing over here somewhere and then trying to talk to us. Uh, it's the fan. I'm trying to get some air. Yeah. Okay. Open the door. Yeah. No. I think Gomez. I think Gomez is nailed on to play centre half this week. Uh, this season. You do. Oh, I. Who was the four centre backs this game? This the, yesterday was um. It was Gomez and a guy that was on trial. I think. Matt Phillips. Matt Phillips. And then the second half was Clavin and believe it or not, uh, Vella played centre half uh, yesterday for the second half. It was literally a training game. It, like you know, and I want I want to get into this because I've seen people saying you know Storage was brilliant. Storage, look at Storage, he's back and he's this lads. Be honest, is there any fucking danger of Storage being anywhere near this squad come August tonight? Go to Matt. Listen, listen. If he can stay fit, he should be a hundred percent there. Right. 100%. There's no bare backup to uh, Firmino, what, what uh, Daniel Sturridge. 
what I would say is if I went to gym every day, I'd be ripped. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. Bollocks. Well, no, not really. Grizz goes to the gym every day. Look at him, he's a fat prick. He only, <laughs> he only goes with a vending machine. Yeah, he said he was a machine in the day. But no, but Grizz, Grizz, let me put this to you, right? Daniel Sturridge is allowed to go out on loan by Liverpool, was it in January, right? We had the same backup in January as we have to right now today, right? Daniel Sturridge comes back, plays a half, 45 minutes. He, he was decent in the game, I'm not going to knock him, but... He scores two goals and people are like, oh, I thought it was over, Daniel Sturridge. I, I can't believe I'm getting back into this again. This this can't it's, continue. It's because he's a great fucking player. That's he's why. not a great player. He's not a great player. He is player, a great no. fucking player. A great, no, a, great player, player. a great player turns up and plays fucking football. But that's the name, player. He hasn't played. He went to West Brom. Oh, was, was, was the original Ronaldo a great player? Yes. Or not, because he got injured. Well, he, he, he got, got injured, injured, so... Yeah, like, I know he got injured, he but he didn't have as many injuries as he did. He fucking did. Matt, Matt, on your on your on your hands, can you name the amount of years Daniel Sturridge has been a world class striker? For me personally, I'm going to be honest. I think the lad is insanely talented. I know where you're coming from, Matt, but at the end of the day, it's, honestly, I can remember him two seasons smashing it in his career. I, whenever Daniel Sturridge plays, he will always get a goal. His numbers, no matter matter if he's injured or or, or he's been injured or not, when you put him in the team, his numbers will be a one and two striker. And that is, for for a backup, if we can get 25 games out of him next season, fucking keep him. The only reason he went is because he wanted to play for England and he got injured, so he couldn't. But that was the only reason he went. If he stayed and we can get 20 games out of him, 25 games, fucking right, keep him. Yeah, but the thing is, Matt, like... He was fit at Liverpool and he still allowed him to go to West Brom. Now he's come back with the same cover and probably more cover when, in the next two to three weeks. I don't I don't know why we keep doing this to ourselves every fucking year. Listen, I'm not saying we should be relying on him. I, we need another backup. We all know that. We need a wide forward or something. Um, I'm not saying we should rely solely on him. But if, he, if it's going to be between 25 games from him or 25 games from fucking Dom Slanke, the knobhead, or 25 games from Divock Origi. Who do you want? Storage all day long. Um, Why did you call Solanke a knobhead then? Ah, I was just angry. What's he done? Oh, yeah, I like him. You just needed to beef out your argument, Matt, didn't you? Matt, you're mentioning 25. I hadn't sworn right? for a while. You've mentioned 25 about six times, right? Yeah. Uh, can someone tell me, I don't know if any of you lot know, or if any of our... Listeners, viewers, or whatever. Exactly. Go and fucking check on your phone. I'll when fucking was the check last time out. Daniel Sturridge played 25 games in a season? 14 14. Thank you. Yeah. I'd hazard a guess at 14 14. Yeah, I'd and, say that. Yeah. And do you know That'd something? Be my guess as well. I, I, I would say he wouldn't be far over 25 starts since. Genuinely. That's a shout. That's a shout. Okay. Genuinely. There we go. Okay, going back to your original question. Why do we do it to ourselves? All right, he had 20. Not last season, season before. 20 appearances. Yeah, he had, he had 10 last season, but mm. remember, he left halfway through. Yeah. And he had 14 the year before. So Gav's right. So 24 so appearances over the last And he scored, he scored 48 in 98 for us. Yeah. There's a yeah. fucking one and two strikers, you back up. He yeah. did nothing better. So he's played 100 games in five years. No, sorry, he's played 100 games in six years. 
basically. <laughs> you basically, isn't you can work that. Five and a half years, he's, play, he's played. He's played ninety-eight games. All right, hold on, hold on, and hold I on. can tell you, them ninety-eight games, I would hazard a guess that between January two thousand fourteen and May two thousand fourteen will probably be about fifty of them games. I know it was just on notes. The first season he joined in January, so you can Correct. fuck right off with that. One, two, three, four, five full seasons he's had. That's yeah. twenty games a season on average. Yeah, but nice. you're giving me you're Done. giving me forty eight goals in ninety eight games. Done. Ten million goals was in that half a season after he joined. What I'm saying to you is we keep doing this every season. And this, you know, people say, oh, the squad depth. And you can't call this squad depth if Daniel Sturridge is your backup. I don't give a fuck how good he is. You know, it just it just does me head in now that I'm, I'm not, as I said, I don't want him as the only backup. We need another striker. I don't um, want his backup. I hope he leaves. I hope he's gone. I hope he's here just to annoy you. I know, yeah. Well, I hope he's here. I hope he's got. If he was here, and I hope he scores in the World Cup final. Annoying as well. <laughs> me and him to be free. You know what he's like? You know what he's like? He's like Megan Fox without a minge. Yeah, stunning, but I've fucking got, useless. I've often she's that. got an arsehole. <laughs> I've often thought that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Matt, 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 there's the 25 games around the back. Oh, man, even when I was watching him yesterday, he's adjusted his style, you know. He's dropping deep. Even though it was Chester and he was like sort of playing carpenters and whatnot, he was still dropping deep, trying to play through balls, you know, okay. linking. Sound. He's good so, enough for that. He's that good a player. So we for that. We and that's what need Daniel Sturridge dropping deep in our team well, no I'll tell you I'll tell you why I thought about this last season because I, I did notice he started doing that he started not playing off the shoulder he, he'd come deep and I, and I explained it on the pod to you um, he's probably been asked to do that by Klopp and, and for this reason if you take Bobby off but you want to keep the shape and you want to keep the team how it is you need someone who's similar to Bobby to come on you don't need a Dominic Slanke who we can boost it up to because he's a knobhead. You need someone like Sturridge who's going to replace um, Firmino, what Firmino offers the team and that's why he's probably trying to do that. So he is the replacement. He's not. He's also you're, you're looking at him as a plan speech. B. You're looking at him as a plan B. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he's, he's a, a plan A. So, um, like, it's similar to Firmino? No, because... Do you see Firmino... You watch Firmino play. Do you see Sturridge putting in the work that Firmino puts in? No, no. So if you if if Firmino doesn't play against West Ham on the open day of the season because he was away at the World Cup, and Sturridge comes into that team with Salah and Mane there, do you see Sturridge being the backup to Firmino in a way that he, we can play the same way? I don't see any striker who who we get as backup putting in the work that Firmino does. So that's a moot point. The fact is, if you put Sturridge in, if he's fit and you put Sturridge in for the start of the season, I guarantee you'll get a goal. That's what he offers. I guarantee that Sturridge is in the air for the start of the season. Yeah, I, 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 I hope that. He might not be. I think Klopp's going to go on the charm offensive all pre-season. Talk up Sturridge. Oh, fantastic. A new fixed Sturridge is amazing for us. And then exactly. Matt, no one, ITK Grizzly now, no one's even willing to pay five million up front for Daniel Sturridge now. Good. Keep him. Honestly, now think about that. This is Daniel Sturridge, and we all agree he's insanely talented because he's probably still the best finisher in the club, right? Yeah. He's still, I know what you're saying. He's the best finisher. I just don't think he's going to be in the position to finish. I just don't physically. I, I don't think physically he can get into positions to finish. I know what you mean. And if he wasn't our striker, I'll, I'll be saying no way in fucking hell we go out and buy him. 
But he's our striker. He's here. He's looking fit. He scores your goals. He will get. He will play twenty goals, twenty games a season. Who do you want playing twenty games a season? Him or Solanke? Yeah, him. If exactly. So fucking right. keep him. What's he on? On twenty. Yeah, he's not going to be. He's right. not going to be. I'll move away. I'll move away from storage. It's just it does me head in every summer, and I I'm, I think this will be the last summer because I think he will go. I think you'll probably see him on the loan deal. We're an option to buy for fucking eight million quid. Just to get him off the books, because you have to remember he's on 140 grand a week, and we're hoping to get 20 games out of him over the season, which could be a 60 game season. So we play one every, we play once every fucking three games, and we're paying him 140 grand for it, where it could be put to better use, in my opinion. Um, let me go through uh, Fabino. Um, we haven't been on a podcast since Fabino signed. Um, Matt, what do you make of this signing? Um, are you happy with it? He looked, by the way, he looked um, not. He wasn't at the races yesterday. That, that's my opinion. He no, stro- he's, he's, no, he strolled around the place yesterday. It was a real kind of... It was nearly a warm down rather than a training match for him. But uh, physically opposing and all that. But what do you make of this, man? It's Baird's boss, isn't she? Yeah. She, she'll be off Twitter by November. Guaranteed. Yeah. But Guaranteed. for the time being, she's class. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, I haven't watched too much of him. I'm not, I haven't got enough time to watch all these foreign leagues. Uh, but from people who know, who you read up, he's a very, very good player. Um, he, he offers us, well, he's an Emory Cham replacement, it looks like to me. Uh, he's going to be that sitting number six player uh, who I think Hendo might move up a little bit. His legs seem to be okay, his foot seems to be fine, he, he's mobile again. I think he can move forward a little bit now and, and Firmino there. I mean, Firmino there. But even if not, <clears throat> fuck it, we've, we've finally got depth. If it's Hendo or Fabino, fine. I'm happy with that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, we we finally got depth, so I'm not I'm not one of these who's going to get into a, a shout and match of who will start. We finally got five or six players who could all start, and I'll be sound of it. And it hasn't yeah. been that way <clears throat> that way for a while in the sentiment. And that's that's you, you've hit the nail on the head because when a player signs, it's like, oh, who's who does he replace? Who's he in the team for? And it's I'm looking at it going, but you can play him, or you can play Henderson, or you could play him and play Henderson further up, like you said. Or you could leave Henderson now or him out and you can bring... Like you said, there's plenty of names around the team there now. And you have to remember, that's where we were really stung at the end of last season, where we did went into a Champions League final with three fit mid- centre midfielders. Um, one on the bench that was fucking Emre Jan that was nowhere near capable. And Lalana who ended up going up front. But there's, there's more numbers there. I can't, see, I can't see him letting any of these midfielders go. I think he wants seven or eight. For them three positions. Ian, Fabino for you. Um, Grizz has had a say on him. Um, so I'm going to skip over Grizz on Fabino. I'm going to come from on something else. But for you, um, Fabino, are you happy with the signing? And he's, yeah. he's, he's a proper... Would you agree he's a proper player that brings depth to the squad and like he's multifunctional as well at the same time, which is always something Klopp looks for. That's it, mate. Yeah, he, he can play six, he can play as, as two, he can play as a wing-back, he can even play as, as a box-to-box. I mean, he's got real pace... He's only played in midfield for two years. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming at all. I thought my choice for a number six was to to rear at Sampdoria. I'm a big fan, and it looks like he's going to Arsenal. So Liverpool don't need both. But Fabinho's much has got much more going the other way towards the opposition's goal than Torreira. So he's more of a Mascherano. Do you know what I mean? So I'm a big fan. He, he's athletic. He's strong. Klopp likes big midfielders. 
and he, like you say, he'll perform, a load, perform like three or four different roles if needed. I think he'll do well. There'll be times when you'll see him play at right wing back, I think. Yeah, no, look, multifunctional is what it's all about. Like, well, like if you go through those midfielders, Oxley Chamberlain can play, you know, taking him as an example, I know he's out injured, but if you look at him, he can play wide. He can actually go wing back if you need him. He can play centre. He takes it. Yeah, he can, he can play eight. Hey, Fabinho does take penalties, yeah. But then you look at Keita, he could go six, he can go eight, um, he can go anywhere. There's so much function in this team. And that's where I think the, we come to Fekir later. But that's where Fekir was brought in because he can play in the midfield. He can play. People are saying he can't play in the front three. I think he can. Um, I think he'd be looked at to cover in them positions if need to be. Uh, Grizz, I'm going to come to you on a different player because I know you did do a pod on Fabinho when he signed. Um, and it's uh, Naby Keita. Uh, I presume you watched the game um, and Naby Keita for the first game of the season and I know it was Chester but he looked a million fucking miles above anyone on the pitch for me in the second half. I thought he was unreal. He's, was he's he, so, yeah? He, oh, he's so good. It's unreal. Ah, oh, mate, I can't wait to see him. Riz. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I was trying to play down the hype in the morning of the match but as soon as he stepped on that pitch in the second half... He's what you could, you know, I hate the term, but he's a natural Liverpool player. You can see it. He was born to play for the Reds. I know that sounds cringe, but he is. He's just epitomizes Jurgen Klopp's philosophy on football in terms of what we just mentioned about in terms of he can, he's a multifunctional midfielder. He can play the six, the eight, even the 10 if needs be. He's, he's silky on the ball. He's tenacious. He's, a, he's got that nasty streak. He can play box to box. Fabinho, in my opinion, will take time to settle in the Premiership. And that's my honest opinion. Even though long-term, he'll be an amazing signing for us. Kator is predicted by many, and I agree, to take it by storm. And, I, I, you know, he was playing... I think he was playing... No, I think. He was playing the deepest yesterday alongside Ryan Kent and James Milner as, uh, as, as his two able deputies. And... You know, he looked a league in a class above everyone. Which, even from the number six, he was sort of making runs into their box yeah. near the end of the game. He, he, I mean, he's just dream signing for us. He's on. Kaiser played six. Mm. Yeah. No, don't. He, he, really. in, in one of his first interviews, he said uh, he sees himself as a defensive midfielder, didn't he? Well, which is weird. I thought. But Matt, I wouldn't take anything. No, from I it. think. See, I think there's something lost in translation there. He says his first role to defend. So oh, I okay, think. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he means it like that. I think I think what it is is Klopp. You know, he insists on everyone to sort of. I think he's had a word with him already, probably in terms of defense first. We we look to defend first as a team. I, I do actually oh, think I there will be games where we play double pivot with a Fabinho or a Henderson. I think that could possibly uh, happen as well. But he's fucking immense. He's brilliant. I was just thinking as well. How good is it to think James Milner, great player, is our number six choice at centre mid? How good is that to have? I don't know if that he is. amount of depth. <clears throat> I don't you, know who he is. I would put him behind Lallana and Ox. Oh, Lallana, I wouldn't. Um, That's just because he's, he's injured. No. Pre-Christmas, he was amazing. I don't know. I'd have um, one. Look, we'd, we'd need Lallana. Yeah, we need a couple of games of that. Matt, I'll, I'll give you a brief synopsis of what he done yesterday. He comes on the pitch at halftime, right? Who, Milner? And, yeah, no, not Milner. Naby Keita. Naby Keita comes on yesterday and even his own teammates were looking at him just before he came on the pitch. It was like... I can't wait to see this fella go. You could see it in their eyes, genuinely, right? He comes on, he's, he is the deepest. 
he starts off with a couple of passes played into him, he fizzes passes back to people. Then he this famous thing where he gets it and it's just I mean one, two touches, and he's gone past three people. He's just gone past them as if they're not there. He's spraying the ball here, he's spraying the ball there. He's actually the deepest fella, but he's the one man on the edge of their box that's intercepting a pass out and it drops the storage and, and he scores from it. He was just light years ahead of anything that was on the pitch. So much energy, so much power, so much strength. Um didn't give the ball away. He looked he genuinely looked like a fella that was playing for Liverpool years. That's where you're right. Now I'm, you... I'm taking it. I'm taking into consideration the opposition, but you know when a fella just looks like he's been there for a long time, and this is what I do. I'm going to do your job for you, here, Gav. I'm going to ask a question: mm. Is Kaita and Fabinho in for Emery Chan and Philip Coutinho on upgrade? Good. That's a question. Mm, that's a, that's, that's uh, a have we upgraded question. our midfield from last, I think last summer? This, I think in a clock team, yes. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Ian. I'd agree. Uh, I would say Fabino was probably less talented than Chan, but shoots our purpose better. And Coutinho, and I think Naby Keita will be the best midfielder in the world in two years. Nice. See how I asked the question and I didn't give any answer. I just mm. let them let, let them answer. <laughs> yeah, but you know what usually happens, don't good, you? It was good, that. Did you enjoy that, lads? Yeah. The hell did yeah, you get yeah, here? Yeah, 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 like yeah, I'll yeah, tell you, do you know what usually happens, though? Ian says no and stops. And then Grizz comes on for about 14 minutes. So, you know <laughs> what I mean? You have to go in there. Context, no. context, I lads. Okay. Okay. I only say no. To wind you up, Gav. I know, yeah, I know. When you when you've answered my question before I've opened my mouth, when I go, <laughs> he's, no, a, he's fucking leading, isn't he? He leads. No, 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 I know. Do you know? We've, I think we're underestimating Milner again. I really, really, really do think that we're saying our oh, Milner's fifth and sixth choice again. Where I I really think Klopp rates him higher than we do. Actually, Mate, you completely took that the wrong way. I'm not in this thing where I'm I'm now looking at who's the worst defender. I'm looking at who's the best. So I'm, I'm not saying Millie's shit. Millie's very good. I'm very happy to have him as my fifth or sixth backup. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted at it. I'm just saying how good is it to now have a, a selection of midfielders who get in, a, in ahead of Millie. Do you know what yeah, I mean? No, no, that, I that's a good fucking yeah. selection. Yeah, and to be honest with you, if we're, if we're agreeing or if we're disagreeing, well, mm-hmm. I don't know, and maybe you're, you're underestimating them, that's another good sign as well because it does show the options. And there will be games there where we need Miller to get stuck in. There'll be other games where you need Kate to break from midfield. There might be other games where we might bring in another player that's a bit more creative and he might play. But it's all about having the options. And I think I genuinely think Liverpool are going to go into next season with... Well, what are we looking at now? If you list them, right? You have Henderson, Fabinho. You have... We, we count Oxlade-Chamberlain because he's a midfielder of Liverpool, right? Oxlade-Chamberlain, Lallana, Wijnaldum, Milner. Yeah. Milner. So that's six at the minute. Is that right? Rulich. Say again? Rulich. Rulich. Yeah. Well, he's still there. Yeah, no, he's, he's still there. He's still there, and he's, and he's, he's a first-team player. There's no doubt about that. But I think another one comes in, you're probably looking at seven midfielders. Eight, not not counting Rulich. I think you're going to look mm-hmm. at seven players that range from defensive to dynamic to just midfielders to creative. It's a nice mixture. They're all yeah. pretty versatile as well. Yeah, well, that's, it's multifunctional. That's what it's all did, about. Did we mention Lallana in the midfield? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, another one for you, lads. Um, Loris Carius. 
Um, there's a lot made of Loris Carius and rightly so over what happened in late May and the European Cup final. Ian, um, where do you see teams going with Carius? And if he is to stay at the club, because the rumour going around is that, you know, we're not in for Butlins, thank fuck, and other, other keepers of the same ilk. What does he need to do, Ian, in pre-season to put, not put things right, but to, I suppose, get the confidence back of fans and, and his manager, more importantly? First of all, they need to stop doing Rocky montages like a prick. He needs yeah. to do that. Yeah, I like I'm it. Really, I, I love it. No, well, I knew Matt would love it. But yeah. listen, the way I see it, right, I don't think he's good enough. I, I'm not, not reactionary. You know, I've said that he had a yeah. harder in before the no, yeah, final. Yeah. I don't think he's good enough. But what I do, and I don't think that Klopp sees him as his long term number one. But Klopp can't get his long term number one right now. So he doesn't want to ruin Loris Carius. And, buy, and have to buy an intermediate signing for when his next signing's available. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of what he's done with VVD. Kind of what he's done. You know what I mean? He'll wait. So I think he's trying to keep his confidence up as much as possible in the hope that he'll do a job until his number one... One of two things will happen. Either he'll do a job until he can get his proper signing in or he'll come good and he won't need a proper signing. I'm not, I'm not confident, honestly. I think we'll be good enough elsewhere in the side that will still be in the mix with Carius and goal but I don't think mate, he's ruined my summer and I know people make mistakes do you know what I mean I get it but this is the first time I've spoke to anyone about footy since the final and yeah. it's all on him and none of you having the concussion shit you are come on, on guys he's lost his Matt's lost his arse now go on say it, Matt and none of you having this concussion stuff um, no, no, I am. He, I he's, am. He's, he's, he, uh, hold on, he's handled it well, you know. Though he's come out and said, "Listen, I'm not using that as an excuse. It, it, it is what it is. It happened. It's not an excuse. It's it's a reason, which is, is spot on. If, if he, if three, hang on, five days later, five days later, he showed 26 out of 30 signs of of concussion. Yeah, I get it. I get it all. But there's also no evidence that the concussion caused anything because he made the same mistake against Roma that he made against Gareth Bale. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Uh, uh, got, I said before the game, and I'd hate being right on it, but he's got fundamental flaws in his technique. He's got, he's got mistakes in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand got, that. But is that not just because as well he's a young keeper? Because football players generally, when they're talented, they're, they're up and down. As they get older, they... They get um, they, they they cut the mistakes out and the, and the shit games out out of it. And they get more consistent. That's what age does to a main, uh, most footballers. So the talented ones, when they're younger, the talented and they'll, they'll show glimpses. And then as they get older, they do that consistently over the season and become world class. Isn't it? He's a young keeper, and yeah, he, the the thing with a keeper is when they make a mistake, it's a big fucking mistake. That's the biggest problem with a keeper. So he's still young. We know he's talented because he, he, we we've seen the glimpses of it. Surely, if we give him time, then he, he'll have the opportunity to become more consistent with his performances. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with the concussion team because a report has come out and said he was, like you said, 26 out of 22 signs of concussion. Uh, Klopp done an interview, was it on LFC or maybe the Echo or one of these the other day, and he said, no, we had got concussion and we're not using, like you said, we're not using it as an excuse, but it's part of the reason and stuff like that. For me, the way it was handled was completely wrong. Um, you know, yeah. it, was re- it was released. It was released in a way where Lawrence Carries was making an excuse for himself, and the club weren't doing it officially. The club should have come out 
If it was that, the club should have come out. It was the club, wasn't it, though? No, it wasn't. It was not the club. Sure. That came out. It was not the club that came out and reported this. And then Klopp has to do this interview and say something about it. I thought the way it was handled was was terrible. With regards to doing videos on Instagram and all, he's on his fucking holiday. I don't give a fuck what he's doing. For me, pre-season, he's going to be the, the main man in pre-season with Danny Ward. Mignolais won't be at the club, in my opinion. Um, I'm really in a little bit. There is mistakes in him. And I, I think the first mistake he makes, probably not in pre-season, but the first mistake he makes or the first time uh, in a, a crowd when he's away from home gets to him, it's going to come down on him like an absolute fucking ton of bricks. And you have to remember, when it comes down, we aren't in a position to sign anyone because we play our first game after a transfer window closes. So there's a big decision to be made. Grizz, um, just a quick one, Carriers. Yeah. You know what, Ian? He's and, coming to you anyway, you tit. And yeah. now he's going to come to a different point. But what I was going to no, say... I was, I was going to say, Grizz, what do you think he needs to do in pre-season? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even about what he wants to do in pre-season. I think... I think we're getting there's two different things here with the concussion mm. right it's medically <laughs> isn't it that he was concussed right more or less yeah and so and so we can maybe make excuses for the final but as Ian says we, we've been questioning questioning him before the final if he's good enough to be number one for unanimously number one for Liverpool I think the final was just fucking a load of bollocks, wasn't it? It's just the, it's just what sticks. It's just what's going to stick in everyone's memory. But we've got to remember that we analysed or we discussed him way many many times before the final as well. So we can't just base it on that final. I know everyone's saying, look, he messed up in the final. Everyone messes up. I get what Matt's saying. There is talent in him, but Matt, that talent was already in doubt before that final. Before well, those on. major fuckers. Now, the pressure on him will be huge, Matt. And I've seen you in the WhatsApp group saying, oh, Lovren's playing well, let's start Lovren. Exact same uh, scenario. How is that any difference? (sighs) You see... No, it's not different. I'll tell you you why it's not different, Matt. Can I... I, I'll tell you why it's different. Because we all agree, I think, that if we can upgrade on Lovren, we do it just like that. I would on their thing as well. I don't think Alisson is an upgrade. You look at Alisson, people were calling for I'm us to shit, spend... 70, I'm, I'm shitting myself over him. Wait, people are calling for us to spend 70 million on him. How many mistakes... Since we played them that first game, how many mistakes have we seen him play, uh, make? I've it, seen, I've seen pe- People play. think spend, going out and spending 50 million on a keeper just eradicates all the mistakes. It doesn't. It doesn't happen like that. Keepers make mistakes. Look at the hair in this World Cup. It's been shite. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen Alisson play seven times. Right. I think what's sitting in front of him is more important than the keeper himself. Yeah, and that's a fair point. I've seen Alisson play seven times since we've been linked from twice against us, five times in the World Cup, I think. So, yeah, seven times. And I can honestly tell you, if we're going to put up 60 to 70 million euros for that lad, I am absolutely bricking it. Because nah, I, I, don't, I don't see where this fella is worth this. I genuinely don't. Um, I think he's stuck to his line. I think he's indecisive. I think some of the some of the use of his feet, you know, with, his, with the ball of his feet, has been atrocious. And um, I just think it's way too small a sample size to go out and break a world record for a goalkeeper. Listen, I've I've, I've seen some amazing saves from him. He's a mad cunt and he gets in front of all sorts. But he's also he's got just as many mistakes in him as Cavius has. Mm. That's yeah. my point of view on it. Yeah, and to be honest with you. 
if Carrius makes them mistakes in the league game and we get to recover from it next week, I think it's not as much. But it is a European Cup final, and I suppose if you're in the European Cup final, you shouldn't be doing that sort of thing. You should be having quality enough to do it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, look, I'm going to get on to it. Now, you can, you can go watch your own personal feelings into this. Grizz will probably go and what he's heard on stuff. Um, or what you'd like to see. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw a few names just to finish off. Um because we've been linked with fucking all sorts. Uh, Jack fucking Grealish toned up today and I was like, what the fuck? Is he not uh, is he not a new con- one out? Is he not unconscious and Magaluf at this right now? Um, is, uh, that's a his big bit coming up apparently for Brandt. Oh yeah, I've seen that today as well. But uh, we'll have to go to Nabil Fekir first. Ian, um Nabil Fekir, you see what went on with it and you know, we, the deal was done. He was in Liverpool top. He was doing interviews. He was fucking great. He was delighted with himself. And then it all went haywire. Um, a, do you still think the deal is on? And B, if he comes in, is there someone you want to see him? And where would you see him playing for us? Yeah, yeah I do. I think this will sign him. And I think he'll play as a... He can play, like you say, as multi-factor. He can play in a number of positions. So he'll play mainly, as, as mainly behind Bobby, I think. So as a 10. He could also play as an eight against really poor sides. So like you'd ever did you just call him Bobby? His name is Bobby. I thought you hate calling him Bobby. No, oh, I hate that's his name. Is I hate Studge and Millie, Millie. Like fucking uh, off the ox what, and all that. What about Albie? Albie, do you like that? I don't even know who he is. Dexy. Uh, do you like Dexy? Do you like Dexy? I don't mind I don't mind Dexy because I know a couple of Dexys. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think he, like, he, can, he can occupy about four or five positions. I think that's why that's why I go for him. Like, I don't, know, I don't know how bad his knee is. I don't know about all that. But this he hasn't got one. Apparently, so now nah, I think I think he's I think we'll still get him. I, I'm I'd say seventy five percent. Yeah, like to be honest with you, I think um, like we have the money when we get the Ings money in, we'll have enough money to buy him, so it won't be a problem. <laughs> um, we um. Ma, I'm going to put something to you with regards to Fekir, right? And this is a little theory I have. I think the deal is... By the way, with... before you ask, I've never seen him play. Okay? No, 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 except, no, I'm not, not going to... Oh, we don't ask technical questions, Matt. No, I'm not, not going to ask you because... Um, <laughs> I don't... Um, I don't... Um, don't I, 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 don't, I don't pretend to see him as well. And I don't believe half the pricks to tell you he's watched them fucking 50 times anyway, you know. Um, that's straight out of a certain fucking handbook. And you know what a handbook that is. What? I have. No, you haven't. Um, no, you haven't. So, Matt, I'm going to put this to you. He, he, he goes and he does a medical for Liverpool. He, he, he's in the training gear. He's doing a forced interview, as we've seen. That's all leaked. Then all of a sudden, something falls down. There's talk of the, the medical being a problem. You know, all right, Grant. Do you think Leon probably saw an opportunity in Liverpool hesitating to say, we'll tell them there with time? We let this run through the summer. He'd probably have a great World Cup and we can go back and sting them for another 10, 15 million. And it's kind of gone wrong for them. Or do you genuinely think Liverpool are sitting there literally, you know, weighing this up and going, do we, don't we? And it's literally a 50-50 decision on Liverpool's part. Right. Um, I'm just going to answer my own question without you putting one on me. I reckon. Thanks, I'll just fuck off them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I reckon. Well, we, we all know. Listen, we all know all us is a cunt. He's a, he's a big cunt. We know that. Yeah. But it, looking at the situation, there's, there's a lot of reports about. This, this is what I'm gauging from it. They have seen something in the medical. Um, that, that causes a bit of an issue. 
So what they've done, they wanted to structure it slightly different. This is how I see it anyway. They want to structure it slightly different with some clauses in there. Uh, he, the cunts turned around and said, no way. He He's probably waiting till after the World Cup. And now, at the end of the World Cup, he hasn't even played because he's shit. So we'll go back and he'll probably accept the clauses anyway. And you think we get him? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're signing him. Okay. And you're happy for him to sign? And you, you're all right with that? Is he a player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, look, he, he looks superb, mate. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't watched him, so you're being honest. Great. <laughs> um, Nabi Fekir, does he sign? Does he not sign? What are we. What are we Go on, go, go hit me with everything you have. Go. No, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly what Matt said. I think, I think it's exactly. Fucking eyelids up. It's disgusting. Ian, fuck's sake. He's in the center of my screen. He's leaving on the side, so I can't even ignore him. Fucking big face is fucking right in the center of my screen. I can't even ignore him. Um, okay. I think I think Fakir is very simple. I think the only complication will be uh, if we hundred percent go back for him. That's my only fear. If we if we go back for him, we get him. Um, it really is in our hands. It's not in Leon's hands, I believe anymore. Even though they own the player, even though Arlas is saying all that shit, Fakir wants us. If Klopp wants him, like I believe Klopp still wants him, because Klopp was apparently furious that the deal didn't get concluded um, before the World Cup. Um, we get him. We go back for him. As Matt says, this, the, the World Cup scenario has backfired on them on big time. He's probably worth less than he was before, especially with after the, the medical reports, etc., etc. I think we go back with our terms, on our terms. I genuinely don't believe any other club will pay the kind of fee that we're looking to pay for him, which is a massive advantage. I don't, well. I, I don't think any other club are interested because he's made a point clear where he wants to be. Well, he's, well yeah, I mean, you know, he, he's seen the Klopp hugs and he wants to be part of it. And it's just like, it's just like the Naby Keita, the VVD, the Oxlade scenario, all of the above. The only fucking nagging complication is that it's that knee th- thingy bob, right? And that's the only doubt in my head otherwise it's a 99.9 percent i'd go with 70 percent we go back from his eyes i think i think 99.9 percent 70 percent we'll go back for him oh you know that blew my mind i didn't say nothing like that i said if it wasn't for the knee scenario ian i said it would be 99.9 percent done boom right but because of that knee because of that knee thing knee (laughs) <laughs> thing, it's Stop 70-30% <laughs> but as Matt says I think we go back for him on our terms and, and he ain't got a choice the Leon chairman ok do you know what I think I think that the, the knee thing is yeah is an issue but I think Liverpool have seen an opportunity here genuinely and I know you know there's, there's people that are not FSG and go oh they won't pay it and they're, 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 they're fucking mean with their money and most of the time they're right or they're wrong, sorry. This time I think they might have something in this where Liverpool went, oh, there's an opening there for to f- cut 10 million off this. You know, Matt- or there's an opening here to cut 5 million and the player really wants to come so that, you know, we hold all the cards and I think it's an opportunity Liverpool have seen. So, you know. Fucking right. I, I, yeah, no, ruthless yeah, business no, comes. Ruthless, I like ruthless. it. And look, at the end of the day, if you save 5 million and you can turn around to Mo Salah and say, listen, there's another 100 grand a week. You know, or there's another 50 grand or 100 grand a week for the next year, uh, you know, and 
we've because we've saved on this lad because we, we told them his need. It's a business. Yeah, it's, a business. it's a business. Of course, it's a business. Five million pounds is a is a is a large sum of money. Yeah, and I think it's a large it's a larger sum of money in in wages terms than it is in transfer fares. Terms, if you know what I mean, you cannot find the way. Um, Ian, I wanted to, I'm dying to ask you about this player, right? And I haven't, I've deliberately not said that to you since um, the start of June because you, you hate football now. But um, Jardin Shakiri, right? I'm dying to ask you about this fella, right? I just, and I'm not, I'll ask all the last, but I was dying to come to you on it. Um, heavily linked, um, £13 million buyout clause uh, because they got relegated to Stoke City. Um, eight or nine goals last last year for in 23 games or something for Stoke, which wasn't bad considering they probably only scored about 12 all season. But um, what do you make of this one? And same question again, what do you make of it? Do you see it happen? Are you happy for it to happen? I think it'll happen. Uh, I think th- 13 million, it's, mate, it's not on that. You know what I mean? That's like a fucking... Five million loads of money. Five million loads of money. Five million in context. Well, 14 million is 99% loads, but 14 million is only 70%. Exactly. Exactly. Maths. Honestly, mate, I'm not asked either way. I think he'll he'll strengthen. I've said on Twitter, he won't strengthen our first 11, but he will strengthen the bench. And I think if Mo Salah gets injured in the Champions League final and you've got Shakiri on the bench, it doesn't affect the way we play as much because he can come on and still cause a bit of damage. You know what I mean? He's a he's a really strange player, Shakiri, because he looks like, uh, you know what I mean? Like he fucking works on the waltzes or something at the local fair. He's just a little fat fucker, but then he takes his top off and he's ripped. Yeah, he's made of doesn't he? He's a strange looking fella. And he's no like, round edges on that cunt. He's he's strange man. He's, he's, he doesn't even know what a right angle is. No, but he's like fucking. He's a maverick, though. He's something that can do, make something happen. Do you know what I mean? He can score a 25 yard or he can beat a couple of players. And I think he's got a bad attitude. I think he'd only be with us for about six or seven months before he started moaning if he weren't getting a goal. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I'm, I'm not going to be on the bench. Really. Yeah. But, uh, but all in all, mate, he's one of those signings where I don't care if we get him and, I, and I'll be all right if we do. Do you know what I mean? I think he's good value. If you get him for 12, 13 million. You can sell them in two years for forty million because that's the way the market is. Uh, from a business perspective, it's a good move. Do you know what I mean? I think uh, it's a good it's, move because you can you, you pay thirteen. If you get a year out of him, he could go for three years. Don't get me wrong, but if you get a year out of him and he scores six or seven goals for you this season, but he's not happy, you turn it over and you get him for you, you pay someone pays twenty for him. Buying money in it. Yeah, me and you have got with him. He's another player who only seems to work hard when he's got the ball around him. I think he'd have to work on his defensive aspect. He'd leave Trent massively exposed, you know what I mean, if he played there. But then again... Salah does. I suppose Salah does as well. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a no-lose gamble if they go for him. Like, I'm all right with it. It'd yeah. be exciting. He's like he's like another Balotelli. Yeah. And, but with ability. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Matt, um, Ian said there, 13 million is a no-brainer for him. You know, if it works... Great, it's a bargain. If it doesn't work, you turn it over in a year's time or eighteen months time, and you probably get twenty for him because he's probably on a four-year deal. And um, you know, I've seen things like oh, Stoke are delaying this deal because they want the player in return. Stoke haven't got a fucking option in this. You go in and you give the thirteen million. Stoke have to let the player go. It's as simple as that. Are you one? Are you one that would be in support of this? Um, as 
a player that's clearly going to come in as a backup. Like we see in last season, Salah. Oh, Salah's coming in. He's going to be backup to Coutinho and Firmino and uh, Mane. But then he just came into the team and he was ridiculous. But um, this fella looks like a definite backup as a 10 if we play a 4-2-3-1, like Grizzly said earlier, with a double pivot or whatever it is. <laughs> no, no, but... That's <laughs> the fucking question. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you think this goes ahead? Are you happy with it? And where do you see him playing? I... I can't really add much more than what I ended. I'm absolutely sound of it. His points there, I, I, I mirror them really. Um, Twelve million. There's, there's no risk. Fucking do it. He's proven. Uh, he's a great player. He's got. He can score a goal. He can assist. You, you know exactly what you're going to get from him. Fucking yeah, do it straight away. No, no hesitation. I mean, we just both. I, I definitely do it as well. For twelve million, it's fuck all. And you're you're only using half the games money to buy. You know, but you know what, bro, mate? Apparently, Klopp does all these big, like, personality interviews yeah, with him and, and I just don't see him fitting that that mould. I mean, I've obviously never met the lad, like, but it just doesn't well, come he, across. Well, I'll, just... I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing, in I read, and it was he had a major problem with the Stoke City dressing room last season because he actually called out about five or six players, you know, high enough profile players for Stoke because of their attitude. And in fairness, for a fella that looked playing the team that was fucking brutal, he, he turned up 34 times last season. He, he, he doesn't give up. You know? like, all right, he, do, he doesn't track back, but if they play in front of him, he's got the ball, he'll chase it down. Yeah, I, I, I think his attitude, I think it be, is a little underestimated. I think he, he wasn't happy at Stoke last season and he let players know. And if you remember at the end of last season, Charlie Adam, I think it was on a radio station. It, was, it might be BBC or something. And he was the same. He was saying some of the players' attitudes were terrible, and I, I believe Shakiri was one of them that called out all these players. Uh, Grace, if I was a Stoke, I'd be a miserable bastard too. Yeah, so yeah. if I was anywhere, I'd judge him by that. Yeah, if I had, yeah, fuck that. Um, Grizz, yes or no, does it happen? And are you happy if it does? Yes. Um, should have been announced Friday 6 pm, but wasn't. So, um, oh god, he's gone yeah. in big here, lads. It's, um, it's, it's, it's uh, 99% or is it 70%? Actually. What a wanker. <laughs> He's back. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 12 and a half million or 13 million, it's a no-brainer. It's one of those ones. He's a, pro- he's a premiership player, a, an international who's played at the highest level, gives us squad depth, can play either wing, can even play as a... Because he's quite strong. Well, we know he's fucking strong. His calves are probably the size of Ian's head. So he's a fucking strong fella as well. So I think he can play as a false nine as well, if needs be. So I think it ticks all the boxes in terms of the we got storage, sir. Hey, it's a no-brainer for me. It makes sense in every in every way, and I think it'll be a quality addition. To be honest with you, he's got that X factor about him. He doesn't. I, I don't give a shit about his attitude and all that because. That's his previous clubs. When he's when he's get under when he's um, under the stewardship of Klopp, that'll all be sorted. Okay. Makes sense um, in before we finish, lads, I'm going to ask each one of you the same question. Um, Matt, I'll start with you. Uh, we've discussed a couple of players there that we think might might happen. You know, and we're happy enough if it does. Give me one player you think we do something in the summer that we haven't mentioned already. <laughs> Fucking hell, Gav. It's a song in your head that you're thinking, yeah, I think we'll get him. Now, we haven't mentioned him on this show. You might have mentioned him in fucking WhatsApp groups, seen it on Twitter. Is there someone outside of the likes of Fekir, Shakiri, Alisson? Um, is there anyone outside of that that you're thinking, yeah, I think we get him? 
Um, Dembele. Oh, what a show. Dembele, Barcelona's Dembele. Any of them. Oh, <laughs> you can't, because there's, there's thousands of them. <laughs> there's thousands of them. I'm covering my faces. It's amazing. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> I've got someone, more chance. Isn't it mad when you say, oh, that Dembele friend, you go, oh, which one? Which one is it? You know what I mean? You have to go, oh, it's the Spurs one. Has Fulham still got one? Um, no. He Who? Was, yeah, Celtic. No, the full the two Dembele's went from Fulham, one to Spurs, wasn't it? And one to Celtic. They had two. Yeah, they had two. Yeah, yeah. The striker yeah. went from Fulham, didn't he? To Celtic. Um, yeah. So you're going, you're going with Usman Dembele, the French fella that plays for Barcelona. No, I like the uh, Celtic one. The Celtic one. Musa Dembele. No, no, it. I'm not. I'm not being tied down. One. You're not tying me down to anyone. I'm saying Dembele. Wait, Dembele. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Dembele. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the Dembele's. Yeah. Okay. No worries. All right. We like fucking the Dembele bingo, Will. Um, Grizz, give me a name. Who do you think? You to give me one name that you think we get him. Not someone we've mentioned on here tonight. Is there anyone else? No, we're going to get our first choices, the ones we want. I don't think there's anything else out there to be done. I think we're going to get the two signings that we want. If we're going to get a keeper, we're going to get a keeper, but Shakiri and Fakir. And uh, that's it. We're, He's asked you for one fucking name. You can say no. You can say no, there's no one else. No, there is no one else because we're going to get the two players that we want. Okay, so, you're, you, so you basically think you're somewhere ends on Shakiri and, and Fekir. Yeah, unless, okay, Usman Dembele. If, if, if William goes to Barca, if William goes to Barca, we get Usman Dembele. You can't, listen, um, Matt has fucking, Matt's, corn, Matt's boxed off all the Dembele. I've got dips. No, I'll say Usman. I'll say the one. The oh, you've got with Usman. Yeah, if, if Barcelona managed to get... Um, Villian or whatever is how do you pronounce his name, the Chelsea one or whoever they want as a winger. They were you William. know they were trying to get Griezmann, obviously he said fuck off to them. But if they if they get another winger, then mm. we get Usman Dembele on loan. Okay. Yeah, it's, pronou- no worries. it's pronounced William. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ian, um do you, do you have a player outside of them that you think Liverpool will go for and get? Matty Ryan. Matty Ryan, the goalkeeper. But that we're, smoke we're, we're doing so well. Matty Ford. Um, I don't know. No, it's not for me. But you sure player then? Um, yeah, and you said a player that no one's mentioned. So, yeah. kind of fucking well, you could say. Uh, I think we saw in the of Newcastle. No chance. He's been linked with us for ages. I, I said not mentioned on here tonight. Oh, you're a fucking shit. Bring back right. skinny Gav, I liked it. Okay, I'll, um, I'll go <laughs> Angry for... Angry Gav. <laughs> <laughs> Angry Gav, talk to us for three months, no one knows that. Yeah, I don't. I'm fucking, I'm, it's all professional, this is. There's no, no Spoke fucking to noise me there. every day. Spoke to Ian every day. I used to fucking just leave long voicemails. Just, and so it's just racist before he went again. What? No, how are we racist? I'm, I'm, you answer this guy. It's uh, always racist. Always. They don't talk to us too, do they, pricks? You're um, I think Lascelles is one. I think they, I think they work with Lascelles. <laughs> I have. <laughs> um, I like Lascelles. My dream one will be all black. All day. Spend all the money on it. Genuinely. Um, Say enough for two years. It's not going to happen all year. All right. Well, listen. Got mistakes um, in him. That's been the fourth back fact. Fat back for off the summer. Uh, we might be back next Sunday. We'll make a decision during the week. Won't we? No, no, week off. Week off. Week off. Next Sunday, the World Cup final. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be here. We did. I'll be here as well. 
I'm, I'm, you know what? I'll ring a couple of Dembele's and see if they want to join us. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we, we'll probably be back next Sunday. We'll, we'll sort of join the week and we let us know. Um, transfer incoming this week, lads. Transfer incoming this week. Okay, all right. So, Grace, before we go, the transfer is incoming this week. Do you want to, do you want to go any further on that or do you just want to leave it at that? Leave it at that. Nah, he's one of those cryptic bellings now, isn't he? Shakiri, fuck face. <laughs> There's my, my cryptic clue for you. You're hedging your fucking bet, eh? You've got a whole week. The World Cup's coming to the end. Loads of teams knocked out and you're fucking throwing something like that in. Close your eyes and throw a fucking dart, you dickhead. 6pm. Then belly. Right, we're out of here. Okay, parachute's ready. Boy, the things I go through to get on all on rates as low as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Sports Social Podcast Network.